Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Recording this on Thursday, should be posted to you guys by Friday morning, but you never know. Um, We're going to jump right into it. First thing we got is we got a new Agatha Darkhold Diaries logo and synopsis. I didn't read the synopsis because I want to be surprised and things have been changing so rapidly. It's not even funny. Um, We do have... Uh, breaking news today that they um, might not have a resolution until 2024 because the studios have sent an offer to the SAG-AFTRA and they took a break for one day from negotiations to review it. Now, usually that either means they it's good or it's so bad that they are literally thinking of what the repercussions they could do like the studios have pulled away from the table so often. So I want to wait on this because things can change with the Darkhold Diaries. Um, it does look good. We did get Aubrey Plaza added to the cast, and they've almost confirmed a majority of the characters that are associated with it. So we're going to see, um, hopefully, uh, sooner than later, you know, what's going to happen with that show. Because it does look pretty phenomenal. Since Tim doesn't know... It's based off a character that was in WandaVision. So if you haven't watched WandaVision, you won't know who Agatha is, but Agatha Harkness. Um, and it has, uh, the name has changed like three times on what it's going to be about. And I think it's because they're going to change the style of show because WandaVision was very sitcom-y because that's what the, the the background for it was it was them living in a sitcom basically so i think they're going to try and make this more realistic and that's why they changed um the show a little bit so we'll see um so i watched so many trailers it's not even funny the first one i watched i only put two on here because these are only two that matter the first one was is it's the trailer for leave the world behind i don't understand anything that's going on in this movie what we do see is it's got Kevin Bacon, Mahershala Ali, uh, and um, Julia Roberts. The, the name of the top three people. And it's weird. Mahershala Ali shows up to a house. Like, things are going weird. Like, the electronics are not working. It's, like, supernatural mixed with, uh, like, warfare, like, kind of like a EMP blast. It, it's just a super confusing. Um, and it's just very secretive. And they they keep saying at certain points, like, Oh, um, they'll realize what's happening when it happens. It just, it's, it's a lot of like code word covered up type of things. So that one was really weird. And then the other one I watched, which was Eileen is just as weird, which is, uh, Oh, what's her name from A Devil Wears Prada? Um, you know who I'm talking about, don't you? Uh, possibly. Oh, man. Oh. So I... Devil Wears Prada is her favorite movie, so I don't know. She... Um, she was also in Batman. I think Batman Begins. Can't remember. Um, but it's involving... Um, it's just called Eileen... And this one lady seems like she has a really boring life and a new counselor shows up who is this Eileen character. And she tells this woman a secret because she is the counselor for the prison. 
and she's like, you need to keep the secret. So basically, when she tells her the secret, all hell breaks loose. It's set in, I think, in 1964 Boston. Um, so it's just really, it's a, it's a weird premise as well. And um, oh, why can't I think of her Anne name? Anne Hathaway. There you go, Anne Hathaway. So it's it's really it's a weird concept. I can't figure out like, you know, what what it's going to be in the end because it, it's, it's obviously looks very much like a psychological thriller, but it means yeah, could... a woman's friendship with a new coworker at a prison facility where she works, takes a sinister turn. Right. And you actually see her, like the woman in the trailer seems to be like, not like she's attracted to Anne Hathaway's character, but more like she's intrigued because she's so fancy and she's, she talks very elegantly, so she kind of feels like there's like an intrigue, intrigue there. She wants to be like her, things like that. Her husband seems like he's kind of a piece of garbage, so it looks interesting. We're gonna see. Um, we did get a premiere date for the Fallout uh, TV show on Prime Video. Um, they kind of gave um, they gave a little bit of like. A premise behind it. Um, it's set. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, this is surprisingly close release date. Uh, it's gonna drop on April 12th, 2024, which is you know, I don't know. Maybe they pushed it forward because it was already done, and I'm assuming because it's Fallout style, there's probably a lot of CGI work that went into it, so the filming probably finished quite a long time ago. Um, but the problem is, is they don't haven't said what part of the timelines. If you played Fallout, I mean, it could be from when they you come out of the shelter. It could be during. It doesn't say. So, we're still waiting to to hear anything about that. But, uh, that was one that I was like, okay, you know, that's gonna be pretty cool. This one is weird. I didn't even know there was a Paddington two, but apparently Paddington three is gonna get released in twenty twenty five. I don't even. I don't even know. Oh, I mean, if it's done uh, January 17th, 2025 is what it looks like um, <clears throat> on it. Uh, Between your theaters in Paddington in Peru, the franchise's third movie. Okay. All right. There you go. I mean. I wonder if um, Paddington 2, if it was like a straight to. Well, it's 2017s when it came out. That's a do the eight years you wait. They must huh. they must have seen like a spike in uh, sales and Paddington books or something. Must have been, and the original was in 2014. So three years and then would you say eight years? Yeah, eight years. So a young Peruvian bear. I didn't realize. But who plays Paddington? Um, in Paddington 2 has been Wishaw. Oh, he was the, in the first one, too. And in the first one, yeah. Paddington um, in Peru. Yeah, he's the voice. It's him again. Yeah, but Paddington in Peru has a 2024 release date. Unless it's oh no, it's been to January seventeenth, twenty twenty five. Yep. Oh wow, 
they got a lot of famous people in it. Oh, and that she, she's she was in Harry Potter. Yep, Professor Umbridge. Um, yeah. So I mean, I didn't even know there was a second one. It's not my demographic, but I mean, I mean, how many times have we gone to Disney and they have Duffy there still? I've never mm-hmm. seen anything with Duffy in it, and now Duffy is joining the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. So I mean. Obviously, our kids are not into the same things as what's popular, apparently. So, I'll see well, I, th- I think in with Duffy, I think it's more so the Asian countries that is that's like their Mickey Mouse over okay. there. Okay. Extremely huge, you know, popular. They could care less if it's got a um, a Mickey Mouse meet and greet, but if you didn't put a Duffy in there. It was going to have uproars. So it's one of those things where it's more so popular in, in, you know, that culture. And it's kind of just bleeding over here um, with it. So, but, I mean, if it's over here, it's got to be somewhat popular. They're not going to dedicate shelf space if it wasn't, so. Right, and now you know that makes sense now, too, because that means, because Paddington, because he's Peruvian, maybe he's popular in South America. Right. So. You know, he's almost could be like Curious George. You know, they haven't really pushed that with him, you know, here. But Right. It's it's like for us, we know of him, but right. not, you know, couldn't tell his backstory where he was from, really. Yeah. Um, this one is weird because so they are. Um, they are. So Mission Impossible 8 has been delayed to 2025. Uh, something else has taken its place. But they've actually decided to scrap. It's not even going to be a part two or nothing. It's going to be its own separate movie. So I'm assuming they're probably going to rewrite the whole script now that the writers are off strike. I know a lot of them aren't doing stuff, but I think something like this, they're going to kind of make an exception. Um, So we got that. And and I heard with that one, too, is with the strike is that they wanted to uh, push what would be Mission Impossible 7. Yes. And and really push behind that now that they could talk and promote it. So, well, they can't yet. Well, I mean, with it, with everything coming up. Oh yeah. So if if they, if they finish it, yeah, they could push it even more because they, yeah. So I mean, Tom Cruise is a huge pull for a lot of countries that Mm -hmm. maybe haven't gotten it yet. If they delayed it to the Asian countries, he could probably do a presser over there and bring them into, because I didn't do very well. It's opening. So, right. And I think that's kind of a reason for, I mean, I said, that's just rumor what I heard, but it kind of makes sense a little bit. Yeah. Um, Next, we have a quiet place. Day one release date has been delayed by Paramount, which makes sense, which is crazy to me. So all these delays and um, I have some inside just because I got some, an email from, some of these partners feel on. It's crazy to me that all these ones are delaying. And then Disney plus is just like, Hey, it's, it's business as usual. So Disney plus original dashing through the snow revealed a poster and uh, they dropped the trailer after I had just posted that. And what's crazy to me is. Um, it's the cast. So you have uh I don't know how to say her first name. I think it's Toyona Paris. 
you have Mary Lynn Rice Cub, you have Lil Ray Howery. If you know him, he was in the a couple of movies with John Cena. He's hilarious. Um, Oscar Nunez, Kevin Connolly, Ludacris is in this. Ravi Patel, who's a good comedian. There's a bunch of people in this. And what it's basically about is Ludacris, his daughter loves Christmas. He doesn't believe in Christmas. And then Lil, Lil Ray Howery, Lil Rel Howery plays Santa. He's black Santa. And it's just, it's, it's very comedic. It looks hilarious. It looks like basically, it's basically Elf. But in the trailer, Santa is being chased by someone because they want the access to the naughty and nice list. I don't know anything further than that. There's 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 your common jokes, uh, ludicrous, you know, going after him, reindeer doing stuff. It has all that stuff. But I am just shocked that, like, you know, they're still going through with this stuff. I mean, obviously, they, it's a Christmas show. And so you can't delay them because if you delay them to next year, a lot of the jokes aren't going to land because a lot of this content is based on the one year cycle. So, you know, even like the Santa Claus season one show, they dropped that, I believe it was early November. And by the time Christmas came around, a lot of it didn't even make sense then. So you kind of have to put it out now and it, it looks really funny. I am going to watch it. Um, Cause I am deciding to keep Disney plus, but um, it looks funny. I like the concept. And um, like I said, Lil Rel Howery, uh, he's hilarious and everything I've seen him in. Uh, so we'll see how it does. Hopefully it's good so we can get a sequel because I like Christmas sequels. Now, my insight on this. So for those that don't know, I had some of my accounts hacked because um, uh, Twitter, thank you, Twitter, had a leak that I didn't, I didn't know about. It happened in January of this year or March of this year or April. I don't know. So my info was out there and uh, they apparently go through and try logging into your accounts. So they've hit some of my, they hit my Taco Bell account and they logged in my Disney Plus account. So I had to change a bunch of stuff. So I haven't been getting my emails. I haven't seen them because I don't I don't go to the email I put it on. Well, I realized. The next thing says Disney Plus uh, Disney reports ESPN profits down 20 percent as Disney considers its options. So the first problem with ESPN is they had those massive layoffs where they got rid of a lot of their talent. Why would you want to watch something when you don't like the talent? That's one problem. You know, I know a lot of people don't like the older people who are on there. And so, like, I love part of the interruption, but it gets interrupted by, like, you know, any sporting tournament. It gets it interrupts it. Um, so I get an email and it says you'd only pay $2 more a month if you bundled Hulu and ESPN+. Plus. Mind you, I would still I would I would get the ad version of Disney, which they don't you know it's sneaky like that. But I was kind of like, they're literally that desperate because I heard that show was at Peyton's place. I heard it's hilarious, and I think it'd be really cool to you know actually have it. But I don't know, man. I feel like you know there's just so much content that they're not taking advantage of. And then I know a lot of people are boycotting it because they blame uh, Pat McAfee for a lot of people getting laid off because the, the layoffs happened the week after his contract was announced. So, but 20% down, that's massive. Now I don't know if that includes, cause I know um, 
the numbers for Sunday? They, they do Sunday night or Monday night? They do Monday night, don't they? Monday night. No, the numbers for Monday night football have been down, um, even though they do usually get some of the better games. So I don't know, man. I mean, there's rumors they want to sell it, which would be fine. But, I mean, I don't know how they would do it. And the Disney, I, I don't watch anything on ESPN, so I barely watch Disney+. Plus. So why am I going to spend more money for that, you know? Right. Um, next, we have Magic the Gathering announces the upcoming collaboration with Marvel. No idea what that's going to be. I've seen it before where they will take and they do their own, like, twist on the characters to fit in with the Magic the Gathering style. So maybe they'll do that, but I haven't looked at any of the cards because I don't follow it too closely. But the next time I'm in the card shop, I may see if they have any advertisements for it just to see what it looks like because it is kind of cool. And like we have the Disney Lorcana, you know, obviously Marvel is a huge collectible and it being with Magic the Gathering is going to be a collectible as well. Yep. Um, and lastly, in our general pile, Burt Young... Polly actor from Rocky series has passed away at 83. I'm shocked that he was only 83 because he played, he played an old dude, an older guy in it. <laughs> and that's actually, um, same thing was with, with like, I think it was Estelle Getty, um, who was in golden girls. Um, she, I think was actually the youngest. She was younger. So she died in 2008 at 84. Oh, no. 94. Yeah. She would have been 98. So that means she, she was younger than Betty White. So yeah. she played the oldest one in the group, and she was younger than Betty White. And yeah, that's just crazy to me. Um, so it was one of those things where they just kind of, I don't know. Oh, so she was 86. So her and B. Arthur were the same age, almost. She So Still Getty was born in 23, and then B. Arthur was born in 22. Um, but yeah, no, I, that, that, when I saw that he passed away, I'm like, he wasn't, he hadn't passed already? Well, and I was like, thinking that yeah. he was like 95, 97. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it's it's insane. I was like, man, that is. Um. Yeah. Uh. R.I.P. to him. Obviously, legacy lives beyond. Like that. That was his thing. Is he Polly from Rocky? Everyone knew who that was. Yeah. Um. You know, giving that uh, that speech and everything he does and all of that. You know. Um. We're gonna move on now. We have only one thing in the gaming pile this week, which is um. Xbox Series X Brooklyn is a console refresh with curb design, no disk drive, and a release planned for next year. They're basically going to try and compete with the PlayStation uh, reconfiguration um, because PlayStation offers the same quality with a disk and diskless, um, was where the Xbox Series X and S, there is some qualities that you don't get with the S that you do get with the X. Um, there is less capacity with the PlayStation when you get the discless, I believe. Same as with the Xbox, but the quality is the same on both of them. So, um, like we said before, Xbox considers this a loss. It always considers it a loss because they don't make a profit off of Xbox at all. 
Um, but maybe this will change things. You never know, especially with the acquisition. And um, I will mention, we, I don't think we mentioned it last week, that basically the day after we recorded, every single PlayStation exclusive that was announced for the new Call of Duty is no longer a PlayStation exclusive. So if you pre-ordered to get the skin that they pushed crazy hard during the Call of Duty Warzone and Modern Warfare 3 event that Tim and I both watched, it is no longer a PlayStation exclusive, and it will be available for purchase on Xbox. You will get it for free on PlayStation, but you can purchase it on Xbox. So, yeah. There you go. It's going to be crazy. Um, on to the other amusement parks pile. Uh, Passholder perks announced for 2023 holidays at Universal Orlando Resort. Um, don't care where they are because I don't go to Universal Orlando. Um, I'm one of those people. Um, I love going to amusement parks. But if I'm going somewhere else, I'm like out of town for it, I'm just going to go to that one park. I'm not going to spend the time going to multiple. Unless I'm going to San Diego and I'm going to the zoo and Legoland or something like that. Okay, they're right there. But I'm not going to be taking an Uber or going out to you know go to that stuff. It's just not worth it for me. Um, next, we have the Magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle returns for 2023 holidays at universal islands of adventure um i do know i think that they do have a little bit more of a capability for doing kind of cooler stuff there just because um orlando obviously has more stuff and i have been told by people that um their their hogwarts is better than california's so um i will keep an eye on that and report back because i may need to go there just for that um Hundreds of bees take over top of lampposts at Universal Studios Florida. That is now um, it's the time of year. My bees are going around my chimney right now. They're getting ready to go hibernate and stay in for the cold weather. So I know there's probably there, probably even though it's hotter, people don't realize they bring in bees like the bees we have here pollinate at a colder temperature because of the getting an early pollination and things like that. So I'm sure those bees work the same way as ours. Um, if you ever do have that happen, make sure you call beekeeper because they'll take them usually if they can find the queen. Um, the last beehive we had removed, they took uh, three boxes of bees and he got the queen on the first try. And it's cool because what they do is once they get the queen, they put it in the box. They actually put it like in a case mm -hmm. and they shake the branch. They all fall off in a clump. And they swarm for a second, and they all go into the box. So it's pretty cool. Next, guests may now wear costume at Universal Studios Hollywood for Halloween Horror Nights 2023. That is, uh, I don't know about that one. I'm surprised they haven't before. I think the problem is, so, like, I know that basically there is a lot of like Halloween Horror Nights has the better performers than a lot right. of these regular haunted mansions. And I think the problem is, is if they're, I'm sure the guidelines are very strict because Halloween Horror Nights has the people that wear the metal on their hands and their, their knees and they slide and spark. They have, you know, chainsaws with no chains and I'm sure they don't want someone thinking, oh, I'm going to bring that in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and people are that dumb. You know people are that dumb. Oh, yeah. 
But I'm just surprised that they haven't, you know, because you can't at Disneyland and or Disney World for that as well during the Halloween nights. And obviously they, you know, have strict guidelines for it. I'm surprised for Universal they haven't done that as well, just because they seem to be a little bit more, you know, relaxed with their rules. Right. But I mean, it does say it's only for certain event dates and it says if universal determines in our sole discretion that any of the following guidelines rules or restrictions are being violated you may be either asked to remove the costume or change it to something we ter- determine is compliant with the guidelines rules and restrictions or you may be prevented from entering city walk or hollywood or asked to leave universal property so it's interesting it's at their sole discretion it's not just oh um you know, and that could could be the same thing at Disney's as well. But usually theirs is laid out like you can't have this, 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 or this, or it can't be walking. You know, your whole thing right. or something like that. Yeah. So, which I mean, I've seen. Um, they have. Um, what is it? Uh, they do let you do costumes, but they do limit a lot of times. Like if you're an adult, it's it's kind of frowned upon to do certain things for disney um i did see one um uh it was kind of crazy they did where they were all the dead parents yeah that's that's that was a funny one that's been going around that one is pretty funny i was shocked at you know just i don't know well just just to think to do that you know and then to have a group of them that did it I mean, I still think my favorite is still um, uh, the one that went as the hunter that killed Bambi's mom. That's probably my favorite one ever. That that's their costume. But I right. mean, we'll see. We'll see how they make adjustments to this because you got to also watch out for discrimination because someone can say, "I saw someone walk in with this costume and they didn't say nothing," kind of thing. But it is kind of cool. But they are letting them do it because I do think it's a little bit different, too, because Disneyland and the uh, Oogie Boogie's Bash, the characters are behind an area. So you can't you you're not it's not like you're walking around this. These some of these characters just walk around the park scaring people yeah. at Halloween Horror Nights. They don't do that at Disneyland. Oogie Boogie's well, Bash. And, yeah. And at Halloween Horror Nights, it's confined to a certain area of the park. Correct. Where Oogie Boogie Bash is basically the whole whole park in itself. So, Which there uh, there is also a rumor that they're going to be trying to build a park somewhere that's the twenty four seven horror night setup. Um, oh, I saw cool. a bunch of rumors about that. Yeah, um, we'll see if they do that. But yeah, um, now we're going to the general parks pile. Uh, Walt Disney's childhood home is now offering the first public tours. Um, it looks it's okay. It's just, I don't know. Um, they, it doesn't look good. It It's a well, small gotta, house. It's a oh, very yeah. small house. Oh, yeah. No, his, I mean, his dad built it, and that's kind of what it was. But for um, them to, to do this is kind of big time for it just in general. Because I know there are some of them where... It would be, hey, here's where like the first studio was at in mm-hmm. the garage, but now it's a private home uh, 
So don't, you know, go up and knock on the door, be like, hey, can I, you know, check this out type deal? Yep. You know, say, hey, you want to take or um, what was it like the house from Home Alone? They had to put a fence in front of it because yep. people just kept walking up and taking pictures or ringing the doorbell. Same, um, same with the um, the house from uh, Halloween. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it stinks that. Hey, I took, you know, I want to take a picture of it. I got this big old fence or they, you know, put a big old fence up so you can't take a picture. It's like, yeah, because too many people were just thinking, hey, let me take a picture and the owner gets mad. So, okay, well, I'll do away with that. So um, it is cool that they are are doing the uh, public tours to it because before it was um, like limited events that you had to pay buku bucks to. Yep. Um, to To see it. Yeah, yeah, and I know, and I know they're also like, um, I know the Home Alone house. They actually tried painting it a different color. Like they went like to drastic. Like it went from the normal, regular style to like a green color or something. And it didn't right. work. So, um, nextly, Disneyland Magic Key settlement money is expected in spring of 2024. So enjoy that six dollars or whatever That's it is. Sixty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So now to Disney resorts abroad. We got a peek inside the world of Frozen for dramatic night views and icy friendship fountain effects at a Hong Kong Disneyland Resort, which did look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah and it's, then, like one, it's one of the few areas in all the Disney's parks where I think it's going to look better at night than during the day. And I think that's kind of a cool thing because Disneyland has been trying that for so long with the uh, Keyholder Terrace, and mm-hmm. then like you can do reservations for stuff there now. Like just there's just um. I don't know, man. I feel like there's just so much stuff that they could be, you know, trying to do for nighttime stuff that's not just keyholder centric. But a lot of people I know have tried the keyholder thing there, and it's not something you want to do every time you go there. Whereas this one looks like it would be cool to see all the time at night. Right. Um, exactly. Also, it's and- Hong Kong, so they do they do stuff better there when it comes to buildings and displays. It's it's very obvious, but right. And and you know, it's like. Um... Avatar land at, at Disney World. Hey, walk through there th- at the day, but don't just think you walk through it once during the day that you're done with it. They want you to come back at night and you could see all the different, you know, there's some interactive ev- um, elements in it as well as uh, just the lighting effects Yep. Um, around the land. Yep. Um, and lastly, in Disney Resorts Abroad, opening date has been announced for Zootopia Land at Shanghai Disney Resort. On December 20th, 2023, there are some videos out there with the animatronics working with their um, skin and everything on and not just the robots like we saw before. So it does look pretty cool. Um, On to Walt Disney World. Um, I will say um, if you are a Disney fan, uh, make sure you go to rsvlts.com while you can. They have some amazing hoodies and jackets for sale that you can get and they look fantastic. Um, yeah. Especially if you've been following paging Mr. Morrow, he's yes. obviously a spokesman for it and has been wearing a lot of, uh, shirts, jackets, hoodies, hats that, um, everyone has been wanting for a while. And now today they had a Disney 100 drop and yep. they became available. I so mean, I, those hats, I gobbled the, the my hats, the hats alone with the Disney 100 on the back is probably worth it because I didn't see. So on the regular performance hoodies, they have the Roosevelt logo on top right here on the hood. So I don't know what the the Roosevelt's for this one do because 
um, a lot of the shirts are not allowed to have, like, even the one I'm wearing right now, because it's with the, um, it's Frankenstein's monster, they don't allow certain patches sometimes on it. So they might actually have a Disney logo on the top, too. And that's probably more than worth it, too. Now, now uh, you're talking about the hoodies? Yes. Now, when you say on the top, what do you mean the top? Like so when you top? put the when you put the hood up on top of the hood on the front, it has the Roosevelt logo. Oh, uh, see these ones, it doesn't show anybody with the hood. Right. Yeah. Up. And so that's the that was kind of the cool thing. I didn't even realize it on my first one. When I got the second one, I saw that it had the, the logo on top of it because um, when in the group that Tim and I are in, if you, some people posted before Tim joined that certain of the IPs that they get permission to print part of the deal like with disney is sometimes they won't have a roosevelt logo on the pocket sometimes the new flex logo the patch won't be on the bottom sometimes it'll actually see dizzy 100 on it so it, it i don't know what's going to have on that but if it has dizzy 100 on it considering how fast they're getting rid of the stuff like we've talked about last time it might be like it's like tim said it's not selling out at all like it's shocking Tim texted me at he got all his stuff. You got yours like by one ten, and oh, then by like one one oh three. I had all my stuff, and then literally he texted me when I was coming home from Taekwondo with the kid, and he's like, "Dude, everything's still available." And I went in there and I'm like, "Do I want another bomber?" I'm like, "No, nah, I don't want another bomber. I like it. It looks really cool, but you know, I'm too fat and it's not cold enough for me to have two bombers, so." Well, yeah, right. I mean, right now, the only things that are hold that are sold out are the two uh, steamboat style Mickey hats. Everything else yes. is still available. But the nice thing is, is with you having a bomber, I asked you yesterday um, because when they teased it, the bomber jacket was on it, right? Was it on it? Yes, it was. It was. Uh, it was no, in it the was... background, like you could see the shadow. Of yeah, it. it was. It was blur- blurred out. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, you know, asked you, hey, is it one of those? Because every jacket is different from every different company. Do I get the size that I usually wear shirt size? Do I get one up? You know, how do or do I need to get two up because the jackets run a little snug or just the way that it is? Right. And um, I prefer yeah. I prefer actual size because when it comes to the bomber jackets, since there's no hood. I like mm-hmm. having it a little bit tighter on me. Yeah. Um. Whereas some people like it a little bit looser. And in that case, it's not a bomber jacket. It's just a jacket. It's just, I, yeah. I don't think people realize bombers are supposed to come right along your bottom of your waist, you know? And so, but it, they, they look fantastic. So though everyone knows I do have the X-Men one and it's actually currently behind me. Um, and one of it's the classic blue and yellow colors and it's reversible. And on the one, it says X-Men across the back. And when you reverse it, it says, um xavier uh xavier university or school you know xavier school, school for gifted kids school, or whatever yeah and it has that on the back of it. it's great this one is all plain white with the cool mickey logo on the back which i do love the new merch at disney that they have where it's the um the maintenance crew looking ones those buttoned up shirts that have the orange logo and mm-hmm. this gives big vibes of like it's almost like a movie theater it's the steamboat mickey on the back and then when you flip it it has the steamboat mickey all over it on the outside and then black sleeves so yeah similar to the shirt that they yes had. exactly so make sure you get that so that when you do go to disney um 
you know, because this was crazy. So I mentioned it because the first thing we see in the Walt Disney World pile is Disney 100 Platinum Mickey and Minnie Plush discounted at Walt Disney World. That means that they're, it's going, it's gone. It, they're trying to get rid of it. It's, that's it. Well, shoot, they, like, like we mentioned uh, last week, they already took it down for the, they had it down on the castle before their 100th birthday was even there. It's mm-hmm. like you make this big deal about it. I mean, a hundred's huge for a company. And then it comes to the day. You can't even wait one day extra. You already take it down, you know, in front of the castle. Just yep. makes no sense. But and and then you get other places that are just barely getting their Disney one hundred stuff. Um, or have just barely gotten it just like within the past couple months, you know, some stuff in Florida and um you know, resorts abroad. Yep. Yeah. Um, next, Moana merchandise kiosk now open near Journey of the Water at Epcot, which is understandable because they're trying to push the, you know, the new area and the new shows going on. Um, and now, I mean, right in back to do it, new Disney 100 Winter Apparel by Columbia at Walt Disney World and new Disney 100 Ray-Ban sunglasses available at Walt Disney World. I feel like they're overcompensating now because there was a lot of complaints that Disney World, because they were finishing, weren't they finished? What are they? What were they finishing? They were finishing the fiftieth. The fiftieth, weren't they? I think so. Because the sixtieth at Disney World, Disneyland, lasted for almost two years. Mm-hmm. The fiftieth was finishing when I was in January. There in January, so I feel like I'm pretty sure I remember they were still removing fiftieth stuff when the 100 stuff was starting at Disneyland. So I think they're trying to extend it. And obviously, look, it's March, man. It's going to sell. And it's Columbia. So it's not cheap. You're looking at $70, $100 jackets. And yeah. the $70 jacket is going to be a windbreaker that yeah. a lot of places sell for 15 bucks online. So, um, yeah. Um, I'm obviously going to look at it because I like I like Ray-Bans. I think it'd be cool to have Disney 100 Ray-Bans, though. That's actually that sounds actually pretty cool. And um, I'm always surprised at who they work with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it feels like Disney. I don't know who's in charge of it, but it's like because so they do the thing with Roosevelt's, but their Roosevelt's aren't the only ones. What they do is is they say, OK, you know what? You can use this image and this likeness for your shirts because there's another one that's called like i think it's called like park paradise or something like that and there's a couple uh that they show them wearing matching shirts and they're legit disney authorized stuff but they're like tiki room themed and adventureland themed so i was like they're just they literally are putting their hands into everything and it's awesome yeah no Um, exactly uh we have gotten more details announced for Frozen Holiday Surprise debuting at Magic Kingdom early next month. Won't report it until it happens. Um, we did get newly released videos showing the capture of the, the black bear found in Magic Kingdom last month, which is insane. Um, and then lastly, a guest jumped from Italy Pavilion Bridge into World Showcase Lagoon for a bet at Epcot. Don't do it. What did you also see? And I didn't, well, I didn't notice this because I'm not a sneakerhead or whatnot. Um, everyone was saying, so of course he does it, jumps in there, gets out, walks away. And everyone's like, dude, you just, okay, yeah, well, you're going to get kicked out. And um, I guess 
somebody zoo you know of a took a still picture of the video zoomed in he was wearing like 15 1700 pair of sneakers and just jumped right on in and somebody's like did you do you guys realize that he was wearing some like really limited edition shoes and he just jumped on in no problem yep. so uh it seemed like he was a a kid probably in his I don't know, early thirties, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, he wasn't young. I know that. Wondering if um, you know, had has money or whatever, and kind of oh, like he said for a bet and did it because it didn't seem like dumb, he was a dumb bet. That really was intoxicated, but no, but then, and it, he, 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 well, he kind of looked a little bit drunk, but not that drunk. No, not yeah. But the other thing is, is it was weird. And of course, didn't see the whole video or whatnot. You know, just saw small instance, just him jumping in and getting out. But like he got out, climbed up on one of the gone. Uh, yeah, the gondola boats. And then because it was, you know, tied up there for for show and then walked up the steps, walked over the fence and then just walked off. It's not like security was standing there waiting for him. So. But I'm sure then again, he's the only person walking around the park completely soaked. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, idiot, but it is what it is. Um, right. Next, we go to the Disneyland Resort pile. Um, oh, we did miss. Um, I forgot. Lastly, on the Disneyland, uh, Disney World one was that fight. Forgot about that one on the body cam footage. On the body cam footage. Yeah, you just shared it. They had the body cam footage from the pavilion outside of Magic Kingdom where those people were fighting. Oh, uh, yeah. It was insane. It was insane. These people were literally beating each other senseless. And you can hear security saying, we need assistance outside Magic Kingdom. We need assistance outside Magic Kingdom. And no one was showing up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... It's sad, man. It's real sad. Yeah, it is. And you're seeing more and more fights happening just just across in general i'm not saying one park or the other just in general it feels like people are getting more emboldened so yeah um now we're gonna go to disneyland first of all opening date announced for pixar place hotel first look at rooms menu and more released on it's gonna open on january 30th 2024 which i'm stoked because all this stuff happening yeah, i didn't make the bad plans this year when i go to disneyland it's going to be before that and after the next one so i don't have to worry about the crowds because i already know the january 30th weekend and the probably the three to four weekends after that it's going to be packed because that hotel is going to be so full because they're banking on that bringing more people in um we did get the 2023 opening date announced for do the new Adventureland Treehouse. It's going to open on November 10th, 2023. Play, take that with a grain of salt because you never know. I mean, it might, you know, change because they have literally. Well, and there's there's out. already been one change, but I'll mention it later because it's it's on here. But OK, um, next we have a glorious morning with Hocus Pocus Sanderson Sisters brew from Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company available now. At Disneyland Resort. Um, Indiana Jones Adventure set to close for refurbishment again in November. Now, remember, we always mention this. 
Indiana Jones, I've spoken to many people who work there, is one of the ones that is notorious for when something falls in the tracks. It's just, it's devastating. So whenever someone, you know, their hat falls off and it gets stuck, what happens is it literally just destroys the tracking it's on and they have to shut it down and redo the entire track. That's how bad it is. So, you know, I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's good to point that out because you're just kind of like, hey, you know, this is right. And and it's um, and they got to cycle, you know, the ride vehicles through it or whatnot. And that's a longer ride for them to cycle through it. It's not just, a, oh, hey, it kind of, you know, popped a break or something. Let's just flip right. it on and go. It takes if it goes down Basically, I think they say what it's minimum down, even if it's a quick turnaround to get it an hour at least is like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, on that. But like you said, more so basically, you know, they say an hour and, you know, and that is the reason why they stopped the because the doors used to move when you would go in. There was there was three options to go in and all three of the doors operated when you would first come in. And because of people doing stupid stuff those tracks would move on either side and you would still end up on the same track, but they set it as one singular track because they're like, it's just, this is causing too many issues. So um, it's, I think it's normal. And I think they, they go, they put it down in November because everyone wants to ride, you know, haunted mansion and stuff like that. So it might as well do it then when people are going there for Halloween for Christmas. Yeah. The only thing that'll stink though, is that's a kind of a, when it's, working it's a big people eater now that's those true. people that would go there and that would rope drop for it and you know just wait to write it all day now those people are going to get it spread out um across that land so pirates is going to be busier haunted mansion um rise resistant big thunder because it's all in that area right there it's like when they do refurbishment on cars land it's like hey you know normally you know maters and luigi's doesn't have that long of a wait time why is it oh that's right you know raider springs racers is closed for refurbishment and whatnot so those people are going to go elsewhere in that land especially when those standby times are you know anywhere from you know 45 minutes is short to you know more like an hour hour and a half yep yep so um you know, just plan accordingly. Um, I hopefully it'll be open when I go because I didn't get to write it in January of this year because it was down. Actually, the whole area was down. That's when they were redoing the walkway right there. So Taking, they just yeah. had it shut down. So um, plumbing and welding work is underway at Tiana's Bayou Adventure in Disneyland. I feel like they're almost catching up to um, to Disney World. They're moving pretty quick. So well, I'm excited about it. You know. Like. It, they laid the footwork, so it's like, okay, hey, we know what to do to expedite the process. True. Now. Yeah. Yeah, and I do think it's easier for them to get stuff into Disneyland because Disney World, a lot of the spots, there's nothing behind that part of the ride. It's just a fence with, like, swampland. Whereas here, it's literally shops and everything are behind every surface that you can't get access to or employees do. It's literally a shop to work on stuff because they're constantly having to have different shop areas. If you've ever run one of the races, you see you usually run by the train station where they work on the train mm-hmm. engines and stuff. It's it's pretty awesome, I will say that. Um, yep. And lastly, scaffolding 
has been removed from top of Space Mountain in Disneyland a week ahead of reopening. Now, what changed? So what changed with that is actually it got um, the reopening date got pushed back. So, of course, they have the clickbaity title. Oh, my gosh. Space Mountain reopening, you know, delayed at Disney Park. So it's like, oh, man, what the heck? It got delayed. So you're thinking, oh, is it like a week? What happened? Did they bust a water main or something? No. Instead of being opening on the 26th of October, uh, it got pushed back. (laughs) <laughs> one day to the 27th yeah i knew it i so. knew it and, and people don't know like if you legit look at those things they're very strategic and i think people don't realize um i haven't streamed in quite some time but I'm, I'm gonna get back to it but when you stream games and you do kind of social media content you you have like times when you should post stuff you have times when you should do all these different things and a lot of people don't know that so what ends up happening is there's a prime time for everything and when you don't do it guess what it's not going to work out right so they obviously know either they don't want a bunch of people there or they do want a bunch of people there either way they know that they have to do something and that's what they're doing. They're moving it to the date that they want to have exactly what they want, either a bunch of people or not many people. And right. You know, well, and especially with that being a bigger, ride, Everyone will want to see what did they, did they do anything on the inside um, on it? And, you know, if they did, what did they do? What changed? Yeah. You know, it was just like the golden horseshoe. Oh, Hey, it got a, a new floor. Oh, that's cool. And rumor is on the um, Mark Twain, the steamboat, the paddle boat, is that they're like redoing the whole flooring and everything from the ground up. That's why it's behind scrim and scaffolding um, on it. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to to see. And then one last quick thing, because it popped up um, today and I did update the agenda from yesterday. Um, is that the candlelight processional at Disneyland will be taking place December 2nd and December 3rd. Okay. So be prepared for for that. Of course, they never tell you who the narrator is. They kind of keep that close to the vest until, like, usually the day before or the morning, the day of, because they're out there doing um, sound checks or somebody like, ooh, I saw so-and-so at the park. What are they doing? What's going on here? Um, or saw him hanging out in that area for a while. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's um, I I don't know, man. I feel like park new parks park stuff is it's been interesting lately, to say the least. You know what I mean? Right. But you know. That's Disney for you. They literally, they literally have stuff drop every single day. And what's funny is, is I think what's going to be crazy now is, so they do the candlelight processional at both Disneyland and Disney World, right? Correct. So Disney World, you can still technically get in the park without a reservation. Disneyland, you can't. So I wonder how much that has changed. Cause I know back in the day, I guarantee if someone was like, Hey, I was walking and I saw Neil Patrick Harris coming in. So the, obviously, you know, what's going to happen. You know, he's the, he's the narrator. So mm-hmm. do all of a sudden they start flocking. Now you can't. Right. Well, I mean, 
you can and can't. I mean, I guess you could have a. Well, I don't know how you would do it because you would still get dinged on it. I say you could have a reservation for that day, but then cancel it like that day of. But I think you have to cancel it by midnight um, the day before. So you can't cancel it. Oh, hey, it's nine in the morning. I'm going to cancel it. You'll get you'll get dinged on it. Um, So, I mean, I guess, you know, you could have the reservations available for those spots and you know just go in but if it's like you said somebody you don't like or or if it is hey great if not yeah who who knows so and especially with it only being obviously two days at disneyland because they don't have a big dedicated area or amphitheater like they do at disney world and they have it for like almost two well not two months but um i think they have like 15 different 15 to 20 different times of them because mm-hmm. it's not taking um they have a dedicated spot for it at the park where disneyland does not right so yeah so i mean well i uh i hope if you want to go see it you do get to see it um yeah because I think that's kind of a cool thing if that's on your bucket list. It is, I think that being a bucket list item and some things like, cause I mean, I don't even know. Can you drive the riverboat anymore at Disneyland? Um, I think so. I think you still pilot it. Cause I got to do that for my birthday, but it's and... not like, I don't know if it's, I think it depends on who is piloting it. The cast member. Yeah, because some of them will be like, "Yeah, come on," and others are like, "Yeah, no, yeah." And that's the that's the thing I've I've heard is because they said don't ask. And my wife, you know my wife Tim, and she stared at the dude when he walked in, and he walked right to us. Mind you, we're like kind of in the front, but we're not directly front where he's going to open up the rope. And he walks right around the corner and walks up to us and goes, "You want to go up to the captain's area, huh?" And for those that don't know, when you go into it, it's kind of cool. It actually is two levels. So when you first walk in, it's actually like the captain's quarters. And then you go to the very top and you're the one that pulls the horn. You're the one that you blow it. You do all that fun stuff. You're not really steering it. It's it's a dead man's wheel. It's on a track. So you can't do anything with that. But you do get to pull the horn. It's a it's a once in a life. And they give you a certificate when you do it. And you, and you actually name it. Right, your name in the logbook. In the logbook. So it's kind of cool. But I think the processional is one of the bigger ones because you literally only have two days a year to possibly go see it. And you have to plan everything around those two days. And I guess, obviously, unless you absolutely hate one of the narrators, it's not going to hurt you. Um, Right. And there's and there's no ticket sold or anything like that. Nope. So it's first come, first serve kinda get there in general mission unless you're like a club thirty-three type deal, then they have seats for you. But when you spend that much money annually, yeah, you could you could get a seat there. Yeah, and I you know what's funny is actually thinking about it, it's you probably have a better chance of getting to see this than you do getting a candy cane at Christmas time. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, and with this one, you could kind of just 
hang out in the general area as long as you're not standing there but hanging out you know walking back and forth and you could pretty much see <clears throat> the whole <clears throat> excuse me the whole show um we're on candy canes basically if you're not there and don't have the wristband too bad so sad <clears throat> yeah so well that is all we got for you today. Thank you guys all for coming through. We greatly appreciate it. Mr. J, Mr. Stranger, Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Thank you guys so very much. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure you check us out. I do have uh, my stuff on Linktree active again. So L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. I'm going to try to stream on uh, Twitch once my season's fully over. And get back into it to at least doing it at least one day a week to see my friends. Um, but uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.